If I was on opiates, if you asked me how many pills I had right now at this particular time, and I don't even know what time it is right now anymore, but I could tell you how many pills I had either in my pocket or at home. Just like that. That fast, I could tell you how many pills I had left, when I have to go to the pharmacy, how much time I had to my next fill on my prescription. To me, that felt normal. And I stayed that way for years and years and years until about two years ago, it became a problem. The pharmacist refused to fill the prescription. He says, Vinny, I can't fill this. You know, I don't care. Go back to your doctor. I'm not going to fill this. Hopefully, I'm saving your life. And he did. And I actually went back and thanked him. So um, they started cutting back, and I met Dr. Bear, because he is an addiction specialist. And what they did is they started to taper me. We cut every month, every month. So every new prescription, instead of getting the prescriptions every five or six days, I was getting them monthly now. Cut, cut, cut. Every month, withdrawals. And they would just start to get better withdrawals again because we lowered the dose again. It was hard because I didn't want to give those opiates up. I was afraid. That was my lifeline. That's all I had. That was all I cared about. Over the two and a half years, I got down to 315 milligrams of opiates a day, and I couldn't go any lower. It was like hitting a brick wall. And I would suddenly go into, like, vicious, I mean, really vicious withdrawals. Vomiting, shaking, sweating, heart rate of over 110, totally dehydrated, convulsing almost, you know, muscle cramps. It's like being a baby, like you need a diaper. Man, it was horrible. It was unbelievable what I was going through psychologically, physically, and I couldn't go any further. And Dr. Bear says, you know, Vinny, you got to trust me. You got to try the suboxone. So they brought me in the hospital. The withdrawals were horrible. There was a plan, of course. You know, he told me everything that was going to go on, everything that was going to happen. He had people from the pain unit coming down. I must have seen 15 doctors the first night. And a couple of times I almost ran out of the hospital and ran home because I had opiates at home. Well, two things saved me. One was the Bible, and one was the doctor's care. He was hands-on. He came to see me every 25 minutes. He was constantly there constantly mentoring me, telling me it's going to be okay. And he knew what my kind of personality, if you talk to me, I would forget about the pain a little bit, and I would forget about withdrawals, and I would talk, even if it was 10 minutes or an hour. He would not, he would just let me keep going. He actually meditated with me one day in, in my room for like an hour. We meditated together. I mean, he was willing to do anything and everything to get me to to change, and I'm so glad I did it. The Suboxone is so different from the opiate. You don't lose your memory. You have better pain control. I never got this kind of pain control from any of the other opiates that I tried. Even if I forget to take a dose tonight when I go to sleep, it doesn't bother me tomorrow morning. I don't wake up in the middle of the night sweating or craving anything. There's no cravings. I don't even know how many I have. I don't know when my next prescription is. I don't care. I'm too happy enjoying life. I'm getting up today and I'm smiling. I have a smile on my face. I want to go out. I, I want to be the idiot on the elevator who can't stop talking. You know, that's me. That's who I am. And I love people. My whole persona has changed. My, the thoughts about life, the thoughts about living, the thoughts about what I'm going to see in the next five or ten years. It's like an awakening. Just the clouds. There's a new building going up in Boston. It's amazing to see all the growth that's going on in the city, how much 
you know, coming over the Zakem Bridge and the Tobin Bridge, just to see all that life around you that I almost threw away. Just seeing the sunrise, like sometimes I set my alarm and I'll set it and I'll just get up like a half hour before sunrise, go get a cup of coffee because I live right on the beach, and then just sit there and wait for it to come up. Whatever you're into, you know, reach out and get that help. You, you know, reach out to the person closest to you, to, to your own God, you know, to a doctor, to a nurse, anybody. You know, just reach out to somebody and tell them you need help, you know, and get the help. And switch, because there is life after opiates. There really is.